Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I am joined by Hillary and Sarah. Today we are joined by actor, writer, director, and professor of early childhood education, Dr. Laura Myers. Yay! Yay! Yay. And the crowd goes wild! Yay! And of course, frequent critical crop top collaborator. You've seen her in just about everything we've done so far. And if you didn't see her in it, she was probably standing behind the camera. That's true. Helping out back there (laughs) somewhere. Also, So fun. So um, our film today is True Beverly Hills, um, 1989, I believe. 1990. 1989. 1989. 1989. 1989. Uh. True Beverly Hills, starring Shelley Long and Craig T. Nelson. Oh, yes. Of Coach and Parenthood. (laughs) So before we get into talking about the movie, we're going to talk a little bit about what of our what our experiences were with the movie before watching it for the podcast. So let's start over here with Hillary. Um, well, I thought I was a fetus when this came out, but um, I wasn't. I was still a separate so cell. So you still piece. cells. Um, but I remember watching this as a kid, and I loved it, and I thought it was the best movie. I remember da- like watching it on my little VHS player all the time. It was like one of the like VHSs that I had. And my sister and I would watch it, and we'd dance along with the girls in the dance scene. Oh, wow. And so like, these are like really like serious mm-hmm. memories of this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. It like all came back to me last night while watching it with my sister, too. I was like, we used to do this like in our bedroom, like little oh weirdos. God, that's adorable. <laughs> but yeah, I love this movie. I hope you had... I hope you were wearing a lot of scrunchies. Oh, God. Wearing. That was the first thing my sister said was like, oh, my God, the scrunchies. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're beautiful. Yes. I also watched this as a kid. I was, I guess, one when this came out. But I watched this probably the first time when I was like eight, nine. And I watched it a bunch. But when I, I watched it with you last week, only bits and pieces mm-hmm. ca- came back to me. Yeah. And I felt like I couldn't even remember if... I thought her character was cool and awesome or she was like shallow and weird. Like I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. I couldn't remember what I thought about her Mm -hmm. as a kid. So Laura, uh, 1989 was a good year. It was a good year. That was my (laughs) senior year in high school. Right. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I remember this movie. I don't have a distinct memory of, of watching it specifically, like at the theater or with friends or, yeah. or something like that. But I just remember, like, as I was watching it, and when even when you all asked me and you told me this was the movie that you'd like us to talk about, I was like, yes, this right? is awesome. So total trip down memory lane. But did you like this movie? when you, So you liked it? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Because to me, Beverly Hills was this really super fantastical place and so um so to me it was just this kind of like free admission ticket into seeing what was happening on the crazy universe that Mm -hmm. you absolutely so the world of scrunchies and high fashion oh yeah 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 Yeah. cool all right so i do remember seeing this in the theater um i would have been around 10 years old let's see i would be i would have been 10 in 1999 no i would have been around 10 in 1989 mm-hmm. um i'm pretty sure unless my i'm my memory is faulty that i saw this i do i know i saw it in the theater i'm pretty sure i saw it with my nana um who lives in miami and my nana and poppy i'm pretty sure like it was a rainy day at the beach or something and they had to take us to the movies and then this is what they took us to so it would have been me and my sister who probably would have been around seven i guess at the time 
when this came out. And uh, I was surprised that I thought I remembered a lot more about the movie than I actually did. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah. I remember yeah. the um, the camp fire getting rained out and them having to go to the hotel. And I think that was the biggest thing mm-hmm. that I remembered. And for other than that, I didn't remember a whole lot. Um, and I remember thinking that when I was a kid that Shelley Long was really annoying and shallow and then found myself liking her a lot more as an adult, which I thought was strange. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I was like, why did I, I was kind of hard on her, I think as yeah. a child. Yeah. She, was, yeah. she was fun. All right. So that was our experience with True Beverly Hills. So let's get into it. Let's just do it. You look stupid and rich. The house is a mess, Jack. The kids are a mess, Jack. You're a mess, Jack. You have been a total bitch ever since you came to New York. Fascist. All right, let's get into it. All right, so um, let's talk a little bit about Troop Beverly Hills. Um, So I think we can get started right at the top here. And at the beginning, we've got your classic 80s cartoon intro, which was... Adorable. Very amazing. common in this time period and amazing. It right? was yeah. awesome. It was adorable. I loved it. So we've got this very like super sexualized like Shelley Long, right? Mm-hmm. Like very yeah, curvy. Totally. Like I think that's kind yeah. of hard to miss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and she going, does the, the r- r- ridiculous fe- feminine poses and mm-hmm. little things that very sex yeah. potty, which yeah. is not how I would describe Shelley Long as a character actress like she's got yeah. kind of a comedic maybe that was i don't know if that was the uh producer decision or if she, that was like an image kind of thing they were trying to switch i i didn't really feel like her character was like that in the movie like at she's, least the outfits she wore like the outfits she wore were more like flirtatious and stuff but the way she acted wasn't as yeah yeah she definitely had that kitten super rich lady outfit thing going yeah. on but yeah, yeah i wouldn't definitely. say that you know i don't think her sexuality was really a front and center kind of thing. No, and it was funny because it contrasted really well with the woman that her husband was starting to see, the realtor. So you have this sex kitten at home, (laughs) and um, why would you want the realtor? You know, why would you need... I don't know. It was just... But yeah, I think the cartoon was funny and cute, but also I was like, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Very Jessica Rabbit version of... Shelly Long. Yeah, there was a kind of a yeah. disturbing part too with a bear. Like her bear was like attacking her and stuff. Well, she was like wearing the bear. Yeah, she was uh, I don't know. The bear just seemed really aggressive and it just the bear know. seemed aggressive. It just like, was like the bear out. that sound, aggressive so bear was it was a rapey bear. It was a, a, a <laughs> rapey bear. bear. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I did love the moment with the it's hair fair. dryers and the bees where yes. they were like blowing the bees away with the hair dryers. I was yeah. Like, that's brilliant. Yeah. How about the giant hot dog? Anybody? I miss that. I miss the like, giant hot dog. The what? kids were eating a giant wiener, like enormous wiener. Like it was comically like large. all of them were, were but I, eating it? Well, there was one girl with it on a fork. It was around the time that the aggressive bear showed up. Oh. oh. And then I know, I mean, I know we're not there yet, but I noticed that wieners came back They later. totally came back. Yes. That was the first I thing I thought of when strange. you said wieners, wieners and marshmallows. Yeah. Missed all the wieners. Which was really I interesting. There was, yeah. I, yeah. Hillary, I've, everyone at this table, I would expect you to pick up on the wieners immediately. I watched a different movie than you guys. <laughs> I mean. Because I never miss wieners. <laughs> oh, it was very prompt. Prominent. We both looked, I think Sarah and I both looked at each other and we were like, oh my God, I just the size of that wiener. <laughs> I'm so mad that I didn't see the wiener. But yeah, the animation, it just, it, 
it got me so excited to see the rest of yeah, the film. Does. But it was yeah, so funny yeah, that yeah. everything in the film, like all of those moments, like from the wiener, from the <laughs> chasing of the bees, like there were all of these moments right. that were, were replicated there bees later. In this movie? Were there bees? Not bees, but just the, the running out right, away. Yeah. And then there was a lot of running and screaming for qu- sure. Yeah, and yes. their quote unquote Beverly Hill skills. I feel like there was a lot of screaming generally in the 80s. Yeah, and running from it was something. definitely a go-to move. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kicking someone in the balls, which did well, not happen yeah. in this movie, but was another go-to move from yeah. the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it should have happened in this movie, though. Um, God, yeah. yes. Probably I can't. A we'll few get times. into that. We'll get yeah. into that. But there, yes, but I happen. feel like <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. Um, we're coming for you, Craig T. <laughs> <laughs> we're coming for you. So the, the film opens at a Girl Scout meeting. Well, I'm sorry. I should call them the, they're the wilderness, wilderness girls. Wilderness girls. Wilderness yes. girls, not the Girl Scouts. So kids. they immediately set up the um, Girl Scouts, the Beverly Hills troop as kind of the underdog troop. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's, the numbers are dwindling. They've had so many leaders and this troop. So it's kind of like, it's setting up this thing, which I think is really strange about this movie. And that is that the rich kids are the weirdos. Yeah. Yeah. They're like the freaks. Yeah, the rich kids are, and yeah. they know. Like yeah. they and well, they and acknowledge the and like let say them it. Know yeah. too. They're yeah, like mm-hmm. other girls tell them that. Yeah, yeah. and like which is weird because like the 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 eighties apparently was the decade of greed is good and like being rich was like well like in every other movie the rich kids are the villains. That's true. Which yeah. is yeah. really so it's a strange even in a movie we'll get into this later but the director directed Revenge of the Nerds right mm-hmm. and in Revenge of the Nerds the rich kids are the the jerks yeah, in the um, like Pretty in Pink and um, mm-hmm. the Karate Kid all of these mm-hmm. movies the rich kids are always shitting on the poor kids yeah. and in this movie the rich kids are the freaks which I thought was strange. Yeah, yeah. weird. But an interesting twist yes. too. Their their latest candidate for leadership in the Troop Beverly Hills, which is Shelley Long's character Phyllis. Phyllis, Phyllis. Yeah, yes. So Phyllis, Phyllis and we get like a little. Nef- as they're talking about her, they're like, she likes the outdoors, and then they get to, or no, they, she likes animals, and it's her like cooing at a diamond frog or frog, something. Yeah. So yeah. we're getting like, these like they're describing her. Her, and her she, like, gets exactly. A discount on the dress. Yeah. Yes. Like I a, love it. Eight thousand dollars. How yeah. like, six thousand? Something. I think like it was that? fifty. Like, yeah. 5600 yeah, and they were going to sell it for 5. She got it down $600 because it was missing a bead. Because it was missing a bead. Yeah. God, I dream of buying shoes the way she buys them though. She's just oh, like that yeah. one and that one can stay. I'll, I'll take, take the, the rest. rest. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's all I want. <laughs> I was like this is my dream right here. Yeah. God. They're rattling off all these qualities that you would want in a outdoorsy person and we're starting getting to see what she's really like, which mm-hmm. is she likes to shop and she likes to gossip and she's you know that's i think about it right yeah. at this point that's all we get yeah, she's all shoppy about, she got she's the kind of yeah. she's a little bub she's bubbly she's a little silly i will say i wrote down after this like montage of events i'm dying i love phyllis she's all i want to be <laughs> so this is <laughs> like finally i found a role model in one of these films. i love her this is it i liked her I feel, I feel like we can talk about this now yeah. i remembered her being annoying and shallow and i actually think she's really a charming yeah. person like she's mm-hmm. Im- immature at times and i would totally hang out with her i think yeah. she'd be fun to go shop with she'd be fun M- to get have cocktails mimosas. with yeah. yeah absolutely and i feel like those would go hand in hand mm-hmm. so well yeah. she she's been she drinks the entire movie well between Not, the drinking and the smoking yeah yeah i oh, mean she's taking smoking. care of children mm-hmm. whilst chugging champagne and chain smoking yes. the entire movie yes because I feel like, it's like the that 80s. was more acceptable in the 80s 
a better yeah. time when we yeah. could smoke indoors around children. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. It would make parenting so much easier. Right? Well, let's talk about Craig T. So we get our intro. So as soon as she gets home, we get our introduction to her soon to be ex-husband, Freddie, which is one of the least sexiest names that are ever. I think, yeah. I think yeah. Freddie Krueger kind of took Comes that. To mind. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I think, <laughs> I think Floyd is like the worst oh, Floyd. man name. He's, he's about as loving as Freddie Krueger. I would well, say they're, they're similar in terms of their, there's yeah. that. Yeah. 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 He's not, Nice. I've known some good Freddies in my life, so uh, Freddie, the name Fred and Freddie doesn't bother me because I've known a couple. Yeah. Of I'm okay Freds. with Fred. Fred, I, makes I think sense. I think Fred but is I, a thing I can handle. I've like known a cool guy who's like gone by Freddie, and I was like, I'm all right with that. See, you said okay. that, and I just I heard the sound of knives scraping. Yeah, like finger knives scraping on finger on like knives. a boilerplate. That's how I feel about the name Craig. Yeah. <laughs> so to you, Craig oh, yeah, is the Craig. ultimate serial killer. <laughs> Craig, yes. I Ugh. hate Craig. Ugh. No, I'm cool with Craig. I I would probably actually be cool. No, I'm cool with Freddie. It just, but it definitely evokes this different personality yeah. than what her husband portrayed, yeah. and it just wasn't yeah. what I was expecting. He's not okay. And, like if it's gonna be yeah. a Freddie, and we're not talking about a child murderer, Freddy Krueger. I'm going to expect yeah. Freddie to be like a laughable, good, good, well, right. like Chuck, yeah. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck kind of guy. And yeah. he's not. He yeah. is yeah. like rude and snarky condescending, snarky. And, and he wears his pants far too high. Oh, oh my God. word. Yeah. And all white outfits. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, not always. He does. We'll get. Didn't there's he do one. Do that though, like a couple of yes, times. Yes, there is. In this movie, there's and it made a me one specific time he wears all white. We'll get there, and it made me want to barf. Um. Anyway, but he does wear very like light linen-y kind of mm-hmm. flowy. Yeah. But that was it. Was yeah. the '80s? You know, it was the yeah. '80s. I mean, that was kind of that. Was, it, it, very um Miami Vice and yeah, you know, it yeah. just and he's yeah. you know just ugh, he's made me feel very bristly. It's so weird because I don't remember him at all. Like I remembered the rest of the characters. I remembered the rest of the women, but I didn't remember this character at all. No, I did not remember him at all. Like when he came in the door, I was like, yeah. Okay. So they introduce him the first, first off. He's like, making fun of her because they're getting a divorce and he's basically like get all the shopping in while you can because right, i'm about to yeah. you know cut you off and you're not gonna have any money which is delightful because you know he's basically saying he's gonna cut his daughter off as well because yeah. mm-hmm. you know she's gonna have custody right. of the child which we haven't even gotten to the daughter yet which but she does not seem worried about no she does not seem no. worried about that at all but no. he also at some point she says you know he's in there and she's like what are you doing here you know we've you know, sort of made a decision about you're going to stay in the guest house. I'm going to stay in the main house. And he's like, well, I've got to get my dumbbells. And she's like, well, you know, you can't touch anything while you're, you're in here. And he's like, I can touch anything that I want. Yeah. That was it just like, an odd. And I was like, mm. that made me cringe. He was like right next to her too. Like, yeah. Yes. Le- leaning in. Uh-huh. Was, I remember that on the, they're on the stairwell and yeah. Cringe worthy moment. So then they walk into the gym that they have in their house mm-hmm. where their daughter, which I don't know, um, is musician Jenny Lewis, Jenny Lewis as a child actor. Basically, they're fighting because now they're starting to talk about how Phyllis is going to be the leader of this wilderness girls troop. And he's basically like, well, you're going to fail at it because you fail at everything. You can't do anything. She's like, you don't appreciate what I contributed to this marriage. And he's like, you don't contribute anything you just spend my money and they're so they're fighting about how she's worthless yeah, he doesn't I'm, believe in her i'm curious because like yeah. they, he doesn't go beyond you just shop too much like he doesn't say anything beyond that like i don't know exactly what she's done wrong other than raise his child yeah. and, and shop 
I mean, like, yeah. what what is he upset with? I don't, I don't, I don't know either. I mean, he's dressed. Maybe, maybe he's angry because he's dressed like a, a robot in all of his commercials, <laughs> like this cheap robot. Yeah, he's, in he's his a muffler, muffler, yeah. a, a muffler salesman. Well, which which I'm like, how do you transition from lawyer yeah. to muffler, muffler she put him salesman? Through law school, I was like, this is how love story would have ended if she had lived. Absolutely, <laughs> like, I was thinking uh. the same thing. <laughs> um, so Craig T and Shelley Long have a big fight, and then next we go mm-hmm. directly into the first. Girl Scout meeting, which is a big party, and we can introduce the wilderness girls. (laughs) (laughs) They should just call them Girl Scouts for Nicole's sake. Yeah, I know. Trademarked. (laughs) Um, The wilderness girls, and we get so now we're going to get introduced to all the kids. And I actually wrote down all the types. Uh, First, we've got the sassy ginger kid. She's like a a gambler and her dad's a plastic surgeon and she's like getting yep. paid to attend. She's negotiating the price. And she's driving a hard bargain. Yeah. She seems she's like a, a tomboy too. Like not bit. like traditionally mm-hmm. sassy, but more like charismatic. Street ma- smart. Ma- ma- like street yeah. smart. I don't know. Yeah. She's tough. She's a well, tough she's girl. She's Beverly Hills street smart. She's but, Beverly. Yeah, yeah. She's a wheeler and dealer. Yeah. And yeah. she has, um, the largest tower of scrunchies I've ever seen on a human head. Oh my word. I loved it. Yeah. Like they couldn't great. have gotten more scrunchies. Just, well, it was on kind of kid. an homage to the scrunchie. It almost. was, oh, it was sure. like a, yeah. it was like a scrunchie tribute. So the next kid we're introduced to is the sullen silent kid. Mm. Chica, right? Which yes. I thought was yeah, kind of an a, unexpected yeah. name. Yeah. But it's just an Chica. odd name though. Yeah, I it is. I don't know why. Yeah. It didn't seem to fit her very much. But anyway, no. so she is immediately like, I don't, she doesn't seem like she wants to talk to anyone. I would say initially she's like the least developed character, but I think what Maybe. she ends up being is like the character who's like parents ignore her the most. Right. Yeah. Because be she's, she's the, the one, parents. her parents ended up forgetting about her birthday. Right. Her parents yeah, forget okay. her birthday later in the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, next we have the poor kid and I'm putting poor in quotations the yeah. poor kid well her dad's an actor of course she's poor yeah she's yeah. he's the she's actor's got, kid right she's got the out of work actor dad and I still don't understand why he drops her off a block away yeah that was a little weird that was yeah. odd it was weird I don't know well didn't he have like a not as nice car maybe that's it they didn't want it so the poor kid has the out of work actor dad after poor kid we have Asian kid or Filipino? I'm not really sure. Anyway. Um, I don't know. It's the dictator and his wife. But right. She, she There's wears nothing stereotypical about that. I did think it was hilarious, though. <laughs> she just called him dictator the whole time. Do you hear dictator or dick? Yes. Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> but yeah, so the Asian kid has the dictator parents. Mm-hmm. Is she the one that wears sunglasses all the time? Yes, yeah, she has sunglasses mm-hmm. on all the time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she didn't really have much of a character other than, like, I'm Asian mm-hmm. and my dad's a dictator. I mean, yeah. she had some yeah. good sassy lines. I oh, think, yeah. But yeah. Her name All was of Lily. them at one point had something really yeah. clever to say. They did do a good job of giving the kids something to do. Like there weren't mm-hmm. any kids that you were like, what? like they did yeah. all have they like a they little moment. They kind of had the same. I mean, everything was kind of equitable with their contributions to the yes. like yeah. lines and yeah. story and so forth and their they background. Had to do. And it was interesting though because if you had their their troop photo, so to speak, yeah. um, it was pretty diverse. It was pretty diverse. Yeah. And I mean, for the eighties, I was kinda... kind of impressed. Yeah, I mean, because they were token characters, but they yeah. were all token. Um, it was a good. 
it was good to not see like all white girls. Right. Right. That's true. right. And yeah. it's something that I didn't necessarily recall, but I was looking for going in this yeah. time. And um, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. I there would not have appreciated that in the 1980s, but no, it's no, sadly, I nice wouldn't to have. see that. I don't know yeah. that you could say that about a lot of, uh, actually, I bet if you compare Ernest goes, well, Ernest goes to camp was like, the rough kids and yeah. so like i remember anyway yeah. well, well um, we're not here to talk about <laughs> ernest goes to camp but i think there was a similar thing going on there where they had like token characters so we also have nerd what i would describe as nerd kid mm. the Is one who's in therapy the, the, the oh yeah and her glasses. dad's a filmmaker and it yeah. was hilarious i loved that scene you love oh tessa. Tessa. they're like tessa. driving yeah. the car and he's like show me the dailies like, yeah. I need Redford, 5,000 extras and helicopters. And the other guy's like, you blew up all the helicopters yesterday. And I was like, yes. Loved it. <laughs> yeah. So it was hilarious. It was so like, funny. Hillary's like, yeah. that's going to be me one day. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, she's like, show me the dailies, sir. We're driving. Anybody recognize his, I don't know, driver guy. I'm not really sure what that guy's job was or were they were boyfriends? They yeah. It was ambiguous to me. Like it maybe they were gay, but yeah. like now that I'm thinking about it, it's like in retrospect, I'm kind of huh. like, maybe I they were her mom. Like I thought they were gay. Maybe they were gay. And like the movie just wasn't wanting to come out of the closet but about i it? i think i thought they were gay when i was a kid too i didn't but i was like oh that's the guy who helps him with stuff yeah that's his friend hillary right I think, yeah they've I been didn't. living to their roommates they've been roommates for like 20 years but they're just yeah. roommates i had gay uncles growing up so like i knew what that was like very young so i was like oh those two dudes are gay okay and like well now down. the guy in the who was driving played um what was his name on Sex in the City? He was oh um uh, oh, Stanford. So he did play. What? Oh um, wow, yeah, Stanford. Yeah, he did play. Okay, um, mm-hmm. which was also a, a gay Bradshaw's yeah. character, gay friend. Yes. Um, oh wow, Sex in the City. Okay. Yeah. So maybe you guys thing. are I didn't dead see. on. Oh, look at you. See, I totally that went over. It went over my head. It went over yeah. my head until. Like we started talking about it, and then I was yeah, like, "Yeah, oh. now it makes sense." Oh, but yeah. I just didn't. They are. They are. But it those wasn't guys anything. Must be I mean, ma- yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't blatant. It, wasn't it was really subtle. No, yeah. it was not. It was not. The yeah. movie just well, kind of they glossed over it a bit. Yeah, they did. Well, but I thought it was good. And then we've got um, sassy black girl, very very talented singer. She sings late, late, later yeah. on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Her, her dad was pulled over. Yes, uh, I can only assume. Because driving while black, maybe. Yes. Yes. That's what I was thinking. Isn't her dad Kareem Abdul-Jabbar though? No, wasn't it? No. Who was it? (laughs) Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was in this movie, but he was not in the scene. No, her dad was like a boxer. I feel Mm -hmm. like that wasn't that his job. He was like a famous boxer, and like the cop pulls him over, and she's like, "Don't you know who my dad is?" And he's like, "No, he's black. Obvious. Obviously, that's why I'm pulling him over." Right. And then she's like, "My dad is a boxer," and he's like. Oh wait, can I get your autograph? You right. know, typical yeah. scenario. They even like re- yeah. re- recognize the this like back then, back in the eighties. I, I was like, I was surprised. I was like, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. So that happened. <laughs> um, then next we have blonde. What I, who I would describe as blonde girl. Mm-hmm. Um, she's yeah. the one who's the actually the child actor. So That's her mom writes okay. romance yeah. novels. Uh, oh which, yes, and her mom is like mm-hmm. like talking into a, a voice a recorder, recorder and like right. mm-hmm. yeah. dictating her mm-hmm. story and the, the 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 daughter like chimes in and like what, what does she say 
Uh, something about was it the a pulsating member? Yeah, something yeah. like yeah, that. Something yeah. maybe. I think there are a lot of like inappropriate child parent relationships yeah. in here. Here's one of them. I Apparently, her daughter's also really a child the actor. Common thread, like that, mm-hmm. all of the parent-child relationships are considered dysfunctional. Yeah, there's no parent mm-hmm. there. It's really like the kids are the responsible ones. It's almost like everybody is that scene from Wet Hot American Summer with Molly Shannon where the kids are like any everyone's looking at me like you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, no, I know, seen I know what you're talking about. Summer? Okay. What? Yeah. Oh my god. The goodness. fuck are yeah. you talking about? We're like the kids are talking to her about Hillary, her you've divorce. You've not seen what Hot American like, Summer. No, I haven't. Guys. We're going to wa- wa- watch I'll... that for the po- are, are we at some point? That'd um be, I mean I I don't think that qualifies for this podcast, but I just feel like as comedians you can't not watch What Hot American Summer. It's one of the best comedic so, movies to come out in the last Hillary and years. I have our homework assignment. Well, well I mean, just out. watch it with me. For yeah. God's sake. All right. Okay. So I have a question about this. Yes. So in these scenes, in all of the instances, besides the actor girl, mm-hmm. they're all being dropped off by their dads. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I found that very strange, but even there, the dad was in the car with the mom and it was the same with, yeah. um, the boxer guy. Hmm. Cause like, I didn't think that was like a thing that was very typical, especially of like girls. Cause like my dad loves to tell the story that like when yeah. I was a kid, I wouldn't go to ballet unless he took me because I wanted him to take me to ballet. And he hmm. was devastated because he always dreamed about taking his son to football. And he called his mom like from the parking lot and was like, Whoa, well, I always wanted sad, to do dude. that. But now I'm taking my daughter to a ballet. No, it's like a touching story. He tells it more touching than I do. Oh my God. It sounds um, like a story of <laughs> lifetime <laughs> disappointment to me. Nah. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Turning into the man he always wanted me to be now. So <laughs> don't worry. Guys. Finally. We're going Finally. to we're going to the masters together. Yeah. Hopefully. Interesting. But yeah, um, I, you know, I, I that noticed strange, that too. That I wonder if it's meant to compare, is might be meant to be a comparison between Hannah and her dad and how her dad is fucking at, like he lives in the guest house and yet he never speaks to her for the majority yeah. of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like he doesn't ignores participate, her. participate. Then wants custody speak. all of a sudden. Right. Yeah. Okay. Can mini pleather dress. Thing, though, yes, about please the, do. The meeting yes. that they have is that Velda is like giving instructions and she says, like that one of their goals is to like sell cookies, but she's like, and we're going to sell cookies. And I was like, she's saying it like it's kill insurgents. Like yes. she's leading. She yeah. Definitely an army has a battle. military yeah. industrial. We should talk about so her funny. more because like we've been talking a lot about Shelly Long, but yeah. this Velda character was a piece of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Velda, the villain. Yeah. Yeah. She was just sure. like, she always looked like she had like a bad smell in her nose or something. She did. And I feel like they, in general, they kind of masculinized the women that were like the good characters were pretty dainty Mm -hmm. ladies and the not good characters were more masculine, Mm -hmm. broader. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So they go camp. This is the first real time we see them do like an event and they're camping in the desert. Um, the girls are all reading magazines. Um, Shelly Long is still drinking and smoking with Um, her champagne beside her. The entire bottle in the, that silver container, the little cooler. Well, they've got it. They've got a tent. With people who assembled the tent for them, that the the girls were complaining about. And it's not like a tent, like a little dinky tent. Like it's like a, like 
you know, sort of Arabian Nights kind of tent. Yeah, totally. it's like the tent you'd rent yeah. for like a, a wedding or something. Yeah, and they're mm-hmm. like having fondue, and they're like and dipping they're strawberries. And, yeah, yes. and I'm like, if, if this was what camping was like, I would go camping. Exactly. I feel oh, like this is absolutely. the kind of camping for me. Like, I'm more of a glamper than a camper. That's me. If we're being honest. I mm-hmm. mean, oh yeah. So I was really moment. on board with it. Yes. Oh, right before it, they're mm-hmm. about to make the espresso, it starts raining. Mm-hmm. And Shelley yeah. Long has some kind of stroke trying to carry the fondue back <laughs> to the tent. Up. <laughs> she just falls in the mud. She just falls in the mud 400 times. And then they sing Kumbaya. Um, Which they continued to sing. And I was like, oh, I forgot that this was their song of choice. <laughs> yeah, it came back again and again <laughs> in the soundtrack. Times. I liked how positive she was about it, too. She yeah. like walks in there and she's like carrying the pot in her teeth. In her teeth. And it was adorable. Like, yes. It was. Yeah, it was cute. Special. <laughs> and they were and like, all the girls were like, no, I hate this. And she's like, it's okay. It's fine. She's like, okay, we can leave. But we have to sing Kumbaya first. Yeah. Yeah. And they sing Kumbaya. Which actually got them to, you know, the five-star hotel. Yeah. Right. They go into the Beverly Hills Hotel and they continue awesome. their camping yeah. trip there. And that's where the the, the wieners come out. And then yes. The oh, Wait, oh, let's not get words. to the wieners yet. No. We're not okay, at the wieners I'm sorry, yet. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, We're excited about the First, we have the, the campfire apparently. story. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> Shelley Long tells the perm story. Yes. Yeah. I love that they all wanted to hear a scary story from her. Yeah. And then the big, the big grand finale, he permed me. Right. So she's like, so I went to my hairdresser. Yeah. And what was her hairdresser's name? She was like, my usual hairdresser wasn't there. There was another man there named Ronaldo. Yeah. I I think the perm story was one of my favorite things, but it was something I had remembered. Like it had stuck out to me. Like I remembered that from a kid when she told the perm. And to her credit, a perm is very different than a body wave. All right. So in the morning, Shelly Long, um, I guess is sleeping and the wieners come out. Wieners are out. The wieners. The waggling wieners. The waggling wieners. There's an adult man playing cards with them and they're betting with wieners. Yes. Which, you know, is pretty typical of any hotel experience. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. It is yeah. like marshmallows, cock and balls. And yeah. honestly, oh. if you if you freeze frame it, I will say those were strategically placed on yeah. the place. Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It made me it made me uncomfortable. <sighs> I just thought he was really cute. So I mean, I'm not saying he seemed rapey. No, he wasn't I, like no, the aggressive bear no. in the cartoon. But he should not have been in no. that room. No, he should not have. No. And you're right. He seemed he, into those girls too. Like it's an adult man and a bunch of preteen girls. And no adults, but also it felt innocent to me enough. I don't know, but I'm thinking that using the wieners and the marshmallows in bedding situations, (laughs) even with adults (laughs) present, supervision. (laughs) Oh no, it's you you have somewhat problematic. I mean, with your kids before, Laura. Well, typically, no. It's a slippery slope. It it is. It it is. It's. You know, I mean, it's it's walking that line. I will also say though, when I was a kid, waggling that line, it's waggling that line in your face, and then tossing some marshmallows as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Velda and Annie show up to the hotel, and they and Velda is all full of outrage because they're not camping; they're at the hotel, and they are admittedly. I mean, they were glamping. They were glamping. Velda calls her a bimbo, which really bugs me. Yeah, Yeah. in front of the children. Yeah, Yeah. that was uncool. Also, she um, she's like, well, the red feathers. 
sewed their own clothes and uh, killed a bison and uh, squirrel. No, they ate ate chopped their own right, trees, made their own cloth, and ate squirrel meat. And they never once had to go to the bathroom. That doesn't sound like fun to me. At no, all. it doesn't. And also, why the fuck are they chopping down trees and making their own cloth? Yes, why, why, why are they chopping long, down? Why isn't anyone allowed to use the bathroom? I mean, no, they didn't have to. They didn't have to go to the bathroom. Well, maybe they were dehydrated. Either yeah. way, it's a bad situation. Yeah, it just Either way, it seems like child abuse. To they me. should have to yeah. poop at least once during that. Well, she didn't mention pooping, so it's possible that they did poop. <laughs> and then Velda decides that she that she's had enough of this nonsense, and she recruits Mary Gross's character Annie to spy. And they put like I, a camera inside a book. Yeah, the yeah. least hidden yeah, camera you can buy the lever. Yeah. Like she takes out a pocket knife and like cuts a part of the handbook out and right. sticks yeah. a. Sticks a camera in there with a hole in it. Yeah. Um, I do love Mary Gross, though. Yeah. She was adorable, too. And then they have another Wilderness Girls They have a friendship meeting, right? And Annie joins them. Yes. And they're all talking about how bad they feel because the Red Feathers made fun of them and they don't have any patches. And they're like, we're losers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) they decide to make up their own patches. Yeah, they're Beverly yeah. Hills patches. So we have the diamond appraisal badge. Yeah, we oh, have yes. the yes. Um, which that dance was badge. Honestly, that was we have priceless. the dance yeah. badge, which yes. Hillary mentioned was oh, a, was a awesome. big memory for you. Yeah. Yeah. Was the yeah. dance scene? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And we have the CPR badge, in which we have the objectification of the mm-hmm. the cop, the dude, yeah, and the hot cop song totally. in the background. The that hot I wrote cop, down, and don't then, forget this song, mm-hmm. French kissing in the USA. Yeah, oh, was that? Wow. Yeah, the whole time. In the <laughs> I feel like that's beautiful. not how you really teach CPR, but no, it's oh, not. no. And the camera mm-hmm. went away. Like, yeah, they panned away. They panned when he, away. Like, and I was totally like, is this did. kiss going to be that grotesque that they can't <laughs> show it? He's like, like, I need to practice on a real human being. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, he picked one of the adults. Yeah. Well, yeah. that Thank was God. a positive. Thanks for finding that silver lining. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here to do. Yeah. Yeah. I just felt awkward for the girls at that moment. And yeah. They, they, I guess they were also getting their sexual education I, badge. Yeah. At the same they time. Sex badge. Too. I like it. Didn't it yeah. cut to their faces? And they and were all, they were all like, like, ew. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. then the next thing they do is the for. <laughs> For reasons I can't explain, Shelley Long takes all of the children to divorce court divorce with her court. to earn the yeah. divorce court yeah. patch, and they're all which I joked about in my notes, but was actually a patch yeah. that they came up with. And they're well, all wearing yeah, these ridiculous outfits. It. Right. They were crazy. all wearing their court outfits. But didn't she make a comment saying, some, or someone made a comment, you know, saying something about, hopefully they won't need this. I feel like something like that came No, up. I think she said something like the judge was like, why do you have all these kids here? And she was like, well, I'm just teaching them about our legal system. And with a woman like you in charge. Right. And the judge was Stroke like, well, the okay. Ego. Yeah. Yikes. But, but I, I feel like, like at some Seems point like there was maybe they shouldn't have said. been there. Yeah, probably well, not. Well, yeah. yeah. Although I it was the 80s. I probably wouldn't have involved them. And uh, let's face it, everyone was getting divorced in the 80s. Yeah. Um, so divorce. she takes the <laughs> children to divorce court. Mm-hmm. Um, and discovers that Craig T is thinking about remarrying. Yeah, already. but Someone he's not even though they're not divorced yet. Divorcing, yeah. yeah, which is 
All kinds of gross. Yeah, just um, all kinds of so gross, gross. But yet, and it she's was upset. This, like she, she wants was. him back, and I'm like, no, girl, no, you can you do better. Don't. You, you can don't do want better. to suddenly go on some sort of boat. Maybe? Right, they're on. They're on a boat. Why are they on a boat? I'm on a boat. Motherfucking boat. <laughs> <laughs> they're on a boat. Um, they're doing. They're um, receiving the their badges. Oh, the badges. Yeah. And yes. there's a bunch of dudes there. There's like a dude band and all these dudes hanging around these girls. What's I'm just like, dads? it's a pirate. It's more than just pirate. It's a pirate patch party. Yeah, uh, is what it is. I just didn't like the idea of a bunch of dudes coming to like these like 12, 12 year old girls. Patch well, I mean, there's yeah. parents there too. Yeah, I mean, they're not really interacting with the girls. It was definitely less suspect. I felt than the wiener scene. Yeah. True. Yeah. I think they were just kind of there playing instruments. Okay, you know, playing their own. They were just a pirate band, but yeah. So <laughs> she gives out all the patches. The girlfriend is there. Um, Craig T is being real gross, and then she, the girlfriend, gets knocked off the boat. She falls over the board, and it's so funny. It is. Um, all the girls are given their patches. Mm-hmm. Yay! Um, she and puts then some wine in the stew. Oh right, right. Something. Wait, and she she does Andy's get, still taking pictures? Takes picture. Yeah. yeah do, do, doesn't the dad like lean in to kiss the 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 daughter and then the daughter moves and he accidentally kisses did that happen Long? did it happen i, I don't like remember there was that. an accidental kiss and then yeah. the girlfriend falls over okay yes. i must have I missed they, that so okay like so he they both to kiss go the in to kiss the daughter on the cheek and the daughter moves did she yes. move to try to get them head back to, and, then yeah. like, and then they kiss they kiss and then the girlfriend's panic mode yeah yikes but you caught the good part where she just falls overboard. Yeah, well, so. how could you not? I mean, yeah, again, yeah. I would say another trope of the 80s was people falling off of boats. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. used a lot. What did they Band have? Like 36 badges in three yeah, weeks they or something? I mean, it was insane. Badges. Yeah. Uh, Which was awesome. So, yeah. Next, we have another big Girl Scout meeting. Yes. And they're giving out, it's cookie day. Wait, and they're we deciding, missed Chica's birthday, though. Oh, shit. <gasps> Oh, Chica. We forgot it, too. Oh, my God. We're just as bad as Chica's parents. (laughs) But that's a cute moment. It is. You're right. She shows up, and she's like, and Rosa runs in and is like, Chica looks sad. And she's like, how can you tell? And I'm like, but I'm bumped. Because she always looks kind of sullen. Um, So, yeah. So they, they, she, we find (laughs) out that her parents went to Monte Carlo and forgot her birthday. Yes. Can we talk about the burrito cake? I it, loved the burrito that was made by the Latin housekeeper in five minutes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. She's like, give me. Yeah, what? I didn't she notice said, that until five this minutes, time that minutes, it was a burrito. Like so yeah. and it was a big burrito. I mean, it's Giant basically burrito. like it's a yeah. burrito cake. Well, mm-hmm. she has you know someone who is that's Latina working for her in the house. She had another um, minority working for her outside in the yard. I I mean, mean, it would be like if he made an egg roll cake. That's all I'm saying. Oh, no. I am with you. Yeah. I mean, they, well, why stop with the stereotypes at this point? So, yeah, I I mean, they, it was just like, Really though, a burrito yeah. cake. Was, I mean, I I, I feel like the burrito cake was like my Native American headdress. <laughs> but also get ready, guys, because I'm there probably gonna have a burrito cake for my birthday. That sounds <laughs> delicious. Always <laughs> like burrito <laughs> cakes from now on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we know there's way more cheese on that than a regular cake. I'm into <laughs> it. It's pretty true. Yeah. Yes. I will yes. take this birthday cake with extra guacamole <laughs> thank you <laughs> all right so chica has her birthday we have cookie day mm-hmm. at cookie day 
everybody's saying how many boxes they're going to sell. And of course the red feathers are just like a thousand boxes. boxes. Troop Beverly Hills is then inexplicably stripped of their badges. Yeah. Right. They don't count them anymore. Well, they give them away. They're like, Velda asks for them. No, Velda tells them that they're not real. You you need to turn in your badges. Those are not real badges. And I'm like, what authority do you have? Well, she said, I spoke to so-and-so, like someone higher up in the organization. She said, you have to give them up. Was she talking about that lady? Because I'm pretty sure she's lying about that. Oh, I think she was. I was like, don't give them your badges. Like, I mean, she didn't. But the kids take no stride too. They're like, whatever. I don't need a badge. I'm a real wilderness girl. So I guess the point is they're like getting comfortable in their identity. Yeah, I guess it's. I I would say they used it as a sign, and so they give those up, and then they announce that. Well, we can outdo that. We're going to sell 2,000 boxes of cookies. And that's when Annie quits, too. Not yet, because they go selling door-to-door, and they go to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's house, and it turns Ah, out the red feathers, those... Those sly little things. Fucking kids have been going around. (laughs) On their turf. On their their turf. And they're cheating. They're using a car. They're not even walking door to door. Even the Beverly Hills girls are like walking door to door. Are you not supposed to use a car? I don't know. I always felt like when the kids did that for trick or treating, I always felt like it was cheating. You know, like when somebody's mom drove them around. drive around when you're trick-or-treating oh yeah no nobody's gonna see your costume always used to do that i was selling cookies it was door-to-door and walking yeah and i used my red wagon to deliver the cookies i was gonna say there were kids in my neighborhood that did that they like walked door-to-door oh yeah no i used to you would never be allowed to do that shit today like you would never walk up to strangers houses and knock on the door and offer them cookies i used to go door-to-door and sell like lollipops yeah, no. And what? fucking wallpaper <laughs> and I used to have the whatever. My neighborhood, like I used to be able well, to no, be I just like four like streets away. Like whatever just, you were oh, selling yeah, for your you know? organization, like you would go door to door, knock yeah. on the door, and try to sell people. And now stuff. you might knock on someone's door and they might shoot you. Well, yeah, and it's true. been years since I've bought Girl Scout cookies from an actual Girl Scout. I always buy them from their moms, who like oh, brings point. it into or the office. Or at the store, and, and like, there's a table. Yeah, you know. But I feel like it's always somebody's mom, and they're like, "Hey, like my daughter's selling them. You want to sign this form?" And like you sign the form and you yeah, get cookies right. a couple weeks or later. Facebook. I yeah. fucking Facebook. bought yeah. cookies through Facebook last yeah. year. Nice social media selling. Yeah. At this point, to me in the movie, you know, Phyllis has actually been up against, and sometimes unbeknownst to her, up against multiple obstacles and challenges that Velda has imposed on her, and yeah. yet she's still persevering and scooting along and moving yeah. forward, and she's doing so, for the most part, with a really positive attitude, and yeah. she's yeah. problem-solving, she's involving yeah. the girls, and it's interesting that she's really made it this far because the way they paint the picture they painted at the beginning she would never have made it this far well but i guess i would argue that she always had it it's just nobody else around her believed that she could do it i I feel like there's not any moment in the movie where we're like oh she's a fuck up you know like i thought this movie was honestly when i put this movie in my tv I was like, this is going to be a movie about a selfish, materialistic lady who learns to care about something besides herself. But that is not what this movie is about. Yeah. She at no point shows an inability to run this troop or take care of these kids. She at every moment chooses to do it their way. Like she's doing it in a way that makes sense to her and these Beverly Hills kids, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. But 
she's really kicking ass the whole time honestly it's the other people around her that don't seem to believe and the movie's all about how they overcome velda well everyone they overcome everyone's low expectations Mm -hmm. for them i I mean yeah they had to overcome i mean i think even even the parents i mean the parents her husband um the other parents seem like they're chipping in as well yeah you know i think it's cookie time yeah it's cookie yeah. time. It's Lauren's Yay. Like, cookies. I know. I was like, we have cookies? Yeah. But yeah. When the girl does like the Tina Turner impression. <gasps> yeah. She's and wearing I, the uh, Tina Turner wig. They're dancing. They've got sparkly mm-hmm. kerchiefs on. And I had some Rooster 14 cookies last night that we ordered. Um, mm. Me and my sister. And that was definitely when I broke that one out. Like, it's that was time like, for the cookies. Singing about cookies for 10 minutes. Gotta eat this. <laughs> I know. I was watching mm-hmm. the film and wishing that I had cookies. And my yeah. intent was to stop by somewhere, anywhere and get cookies. Anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> so basically in the scene we have rich kids doing what they do best. Which mm-hmm. is to take their money. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. Create advantages. There was a fat, jo- there was yeah. a fat joke in there somewhere. Uh, yes, there were fat jokes. Um, Ro- oh, Rosa, yes. the yes. the Latin maid, was shaking maracas. Yeah, ah. the black girl was wearing a teeny turn of wig and singing yeah, she like yeah. she had a fantastic. She voice. did have a she fantastic. It was a fun voice. little number. Yeah, it was. It was, fun. it was a fun little number. And uh, what's her Laura face? Just made a face. <laughs> Say <laughs> what you really feel. Say what you really feel. No, this is I a was safe just, space. You know, the just the continuing perpetuation of the stereotypes. Yeah. Yes, there were. Yeah, and there was a lot of stereotyping going on. In so, this movie, I mean, and sure. it continued from the maracas to the wig and the singing. I, why the why the, the wig? I mean, was that? I mean, she had an amazing voice that could have stood on. Well, its own. yes, that's I mean, true. I, 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 I would. I, th- I feel like this was not. Um, and other people can disagree with me, but I feel like at least for the actor the child actor the young african-american child actor i feel like this was probably the least stereotypical stereotyping i think that was going on because like you know she had a great voice they decided to give this act this child this part to do it gave her something to do in the show you know, yeah, but I think you know what I mean? Like they gave her something they to let her cast. An, it was intentional. An, another black girl with a great voice. They would have cast any black girl with a maybe, great voice. Yeah, maybe part. they would have. But also I would like to point out that this was 1989 and Tina Turner was a, one of the hugest pop stars. Uh, yeah. That's so they true. could have picked yeah. her or they could have had a little white girl do Madonna. But yeah. they were going for let's pick somebody doing an impression of a pop star and Tina Turner was one of the biggest pop stars. So I just wanted to okay. point that out. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that I don't sense. know that there was, that it was quite, I just know that there's, it wasn't like it wearing just, a Native I American think, headdress yeah. is no, what I'm saying. No, okay. I was happier. Yeah, so. yeah I'm happy I just know that, that there's a the history other, of uh, black people being depicted as these entertainers and that's how we like appease them, I guess, is like we, you know, are right racist against them and we like enslave them, but we like let them sing and dance for, for, for us. I and, see that. I yeah. see that. Yeah. But, it's just because of all the other stereotypes. It was like boom, boom, yeah, boom, yeah, boom. And yeah. so yeah. to me it was it was intentional. Like I, I get the homage to Tina Turner and, and yeah. the time period. And it, and and in that sense, yeah, it was smart that they chose that as a as opposed to other options. But at the same time it's kinda like it was this collage of stereotypes yeah. within one scene. Yeah. And, and that's mean, just always disappointing. But yeah. they sold a lot of cookies. Um, ended up well. We had, we had fat jokes as well. We there did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. At the gym, they they the played themselves. They at the planted gym. themselves at the gym, and almost 
the, primarily the only women coming to the table mm-hmm. were the what I would consider to be well, the overweight. The, f- the gym first members. girls. I rewinded this to find out there the was first one girls thin who girl. come up. There was are one. the fat girls, and yeah. then the thin girls come up afterwards. And I was like. I thought yeah. there was one, like I looked I, like, last night when I was watching compa- it again and I feel like it was like five yeah. overweight actresses and one thin actress. Yeah, that, that's right. what I saw. And they're like, like stormed you're right. the ta- table yeah. like, like they, were they like, hadn't eaten in like exactly. 10 years. Ex- they yeah. like that's stamped how I the feel table. when I see cookies though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, that's how I behave when I see Girl Scout cookies, but... Um. But yeah, they they but definitely yeah. cast that intentionally. With, yeah, no. That yeah, was like, hey, let's get in our fat joke while we can. Yeah. yeah. So they sell there's but they're selling lots of cookies. They sell a whole lot of cookies. They sell 4732 4, boxes. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wrote that down. And she I, calls Vel and she throws a gala and like yeah. brags to her and Well, I don't think she was bragging. No, she was I just think, like look what, what she what, was what, like, what we well, did, here's what she did the fake out. She was like, we didn't sell 2000 boxes in Velda being the terrible person that she is is, she's like i knew you wouldn't sell all those boxes and she's like we actually sold 4732 boxes so we're gonna have a gala and we want you know we want you to come and we'll present you the check. So mm-hmm. maybe she is rubbing it in her face in a passive aggressive way. Uh, That's possible. I, I would do the same thing. Or is it that Phyllis just genuinely thinks that like this is a nice gesture? You know, like maybe she's trying to because to me the phone the call olive that branch. she calls her. Yeah, she's like, oh, we did so great. Like you're gonna be so proud. Like come get all this money for your organization. Like it's a black tie event. Like come on, enjoy yourself. Like I mean, I feel like if she was trying to embarrass yeah, her, I she mean, would have been she, like, come over and then like well, and then Trying to embarrass her, but I think between, I think (laughs) just like between the two of them, she wanted. I think she wanted to tell her, like, look, like you didn't believe in us, and we we did. We Mm -hmm. were legit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All the parents are there. That she Mm -hmm. shows up in like this This cupcake dress or something. She's dressed like a cupcake. Yeah, and. Mary Gross shows up dressed like a sex bot, a sexy yes. bumblebee. No, yeah. she she Weird. looks like a, like a robot that's been built for sex. To me, she always looks like a bumblebee. <laughs> Maybe it's because she's stripes. so thin. I don't know. And I don't know why. Like I'm trying to figure out what the idea behind that costume was. Like, yes, Mary, she's gone over to the other side. She has great boobs. Right. She's she's adorable, but I'm like, why is she dressed like Betty like Betty Boop handing out cigarettes? Like moment. I'm not understanding. Yeah. Like I lived through the '80s, and I don't recall that being a style that someone would choose to wear to a gala. I guess if we're giving full credit, Phyllis has been converting her throughout. You know, yeah. with the with the what the grooming badge um, being the first. That's true. Step, she did take her mustache mm-hmm. off and had yeah. the mani pedi and the mani-pedi. hair and yeah. all that stuff done so but why the tiny weird dress and with the bra know. the boobs the hanging boobs out are just yeah the push-ups the boobs are just hanging out i'm i just boobage. i'm confused yeah. by that like i would understand if they put her in a and I, I'm, I'm genuinely confused as a viewer like and it a woman seemed like an like, extreme that well, wasn't necessary story-wise confusing yeah. to me like if you put her in a dress that's like one of um phyllis's dresses those like weird asymmetrical high fashion 80s dresses but she doesn't like look comfortable in it like it's kind of weird and not quite high fashion like maybe yeah. it's a little that off. makes more sense that would have made sense like i don't understand why she's in like some kind because of fetish she's in like a fetish dress yeah. yeah she is because what is phyllis that doesn't typically wear i've never anything. seen her wear it made me feel like, like i was seeing that's like like showing looks, a lot of skin. Yeah, it made me feel like I was like looking at like my mom dressed up like that. Like it was just like wrong. <laughs> well, I guess when you think about it, like all the other women are in like formal long 
like ball gowns yeah. and dresses and she's like in this like flirty like homecoming dress that I, she maybe wore way back then. It wasn't was a fitted. It was like a cocktail dress. It looked dress. like a, I don't know. It looked it looks like a like fetish dress. I it looked like she was, okay. she was like a, a, wa- <laughs> a, a waitress Look, at like a nightclub or yes, something. Yes, a waitress at a nightclub, a Playboy bunny. Yeah. I'm just saying like I feel like some no, it wasn't appropriate it just but. well it wasn't not just well, appropriate but it didn't make sense story-wise to me yeah. like if i was mary gross i would be like why is my fucking character wearing this like this doesn't make sense like yeah put her in something outrageous but not like this weird playboy bunny dress which then, i don't see that phyllis would own that because i've never seen her wear she something got, like that you know kind of shuffled off with this guy with just well, because creepy guy which it was, which cheech. It was cheech. i believe oh, it was cheech. literally cheech marin she, it was it was like it was playing himself right and Cheech is like yeah (laughs) which is my least favorite way for a man to come onto a woman it was a wrong turn yeah to me it would have it would have hit a funnier a funnier note if the outfit had been different or if she'd been trying to be like high society whereas we already have established that she's kind of like this like gritty like outdoorsy she's more but she came in her own when she was leading that meeting like when when Shelly yeah. Long had to when her when Phyllis had to step aside to speak with her husband and she yeah. said here take over and she stood there deer in headlights for a moment but then she then they pan back to her and she's actually which speaking which is great and so but forth. what I mean like her character is like more the outdoorsy like oh, you know wearing the mm-hmm. big khaki shorts and like if you take that character and put that character in a situation where she's like trying to fit in with high society but she's mm-hmm. not like that makes sense yeah but did she this ever really sex fit in outfit. with Velda though she or was didn't she just but like I she never fit in Velda. not with Velda I but I think where she's she fit in where did she actually we don't know fit like she what if she was just Velda she didn't fit with well no we are, we're not at the end yet but when we get there at the jamboree she did a very good job of using the walkies to kind of guide them through yeah. the process so I think I honestly mm-hmm. think in 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 the in the sequel to this movie mary gross becomes like the velda gets velda's job and is like running the troops that's what i would think like she would be good for that i don't think they i don't like i don't think they understood the strengths of the actress yeah it just it didn't make a lot of sense to me i don't want to point figures but i feel like the male director was just like wouldn't it be funny if we put her in this sex outfit you know what i'm saying that's what uh, that's the impression i get well i think that's what sex looks like isn't it funny when we make women who aren't sexy look sexy yeah Yeah. and and instead (laughs) like you know we would have continue to play up the comedy and right. exactly it still because she's looked sexy because what's yeah. one of the first things we said about Shelley Long throughout this whole film we were like she looks really sexy but she, she does, didn't have to show a lot of skin because of it she's not being dressed like a sex no. bot no no anyway Fred shows up and asks for a dance with his wife yes while yeah. Phyllis is dancing with the dictator yes also known as Dick he like says something about like you turned yourself around you look great like softer or something like that and I was like what I never want to hear that as a compliment ever mm-hmm. again I just I take softer to mean like maternal and like complacent and like kind yeah of yeah but yeah but no matter how like, softer means it's it it's all bad like if, if it means like softer means boobs, pliable yeah or you like know? or like I can see your boobs and they, they look soft like that's what I that, that's what <laughs> yeah. I, like that's initially I what I thought of dirty it pillows. <laughs> dirty pillows and this is also and I don't see what makes her soft like she is like I mean, running she's in that charge. Shit. She, she pulled is this gala together, shit. and she there's a reason they're even having it. So why he thought that was the best word choice? 
How about yeah. you seem like really in charge of things? Yeah. You seem, you've come into your own as a leader. You I, seem very You're passionate. making this, yeah. these kids' lives better. Like there's so many things you could have said instead of like, I'm you proud of you. Softer. You seem softer. I wonder and if I'm that like, was a line oh. written by the two women who wrote this screenplay or if that was added by I don't know. Man. Yeah, it'd be I don't interesting know. to see. It came across yeah. to me as so random. I bought in that, you know, she was doing it for her. You mm-hmm. know, actually, she really wanted to do this. Yeah. And uh, and then she did and felt the success and the hope that he saw it, which was reflective of what Hannah was saying earlier. Yeah. You know, saying like, gosh, I, you know, I just wish my dad could see this side of but her. But on the other hand, I'm like, I don't want them to get back together because well, he's yeah. gross. And I think I would rather see a movie where Mary Gross and Shelley Long get a kick-ass apartment together and, and, and and, and like, like and, and and fucking you know run this wilderness girls game like the boss ladies that they are yeah, like yeah. i don't want her to get back yeah. with him he's gross and just and i just ugh, there's yeah. nothing about that that i am rooting for or we just expect that that's what you know should happen at so, no point did i want them to yeah. get together and in fact i didn't remember if they did or not and i was really I hoping that either, they wouldn't I yeah. honestly didn't remember that Fred was a character at all in this movie. <laughs> well, yeah. I also, remember for her children of divorce, it's not realistic for no. the parents to get back together. It's not. No. Because no. most of the time they don't. No. And when and they, they do, do, it's, it's not usually not good. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's good. a reason this yeah. film ended when it did. Does Velma come and convince her not to go to the Jamboree first? Or does... Yes. Okay. So, so Velma comes by. Hannah leaves... And goes to stay with her dad. And then there's a knock at the door. And it's Velda. And she like comes in and is like... Yeah, you like you. Can, it's irresponsible for you to take the girls to the yeah, jamboree. Like, like you, you don't know what you're, you're doing. Gonna, you're like, gonna get someone killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're leading them into danger. Which I'm not gonna lie, I totally get. Like I don't know much about the woods, but I know more than Phyllis does, and I still don't think I would like lead a group of preteens Look, into the woods. It can't be that fucking dangerous if it's a, like a pike for fucking kids. Well, but I'm you just see saying. what she did to them. Oh my god! This isn't like did you watched the, the same this, film, right? There were like fucking mo- water moccasins. That was well, they took a wrong turn. That was the that was the featherhead's fault. But if you fault. can make, make a wrong mm-hmm. turn. Look, yeah. they might. It's the woods, Ooh. man. It's not that hard. You follow some flags. I, we'll get there. I, I get, didn't. I it get wasn't it. like savage but race. They weren't no, like no, climbing through pits know, with electrical but. wire. They were taking a walk. They basically took a walk in the woods. Well, and then stayed overnight in the woods. <laughs> yeah, with the bears. Hillary. <laughs> Well, it's true. I'm it's just people thinking, like you who yeah, don't take the woods seriously, Nicole. Yeah. Just, you <laughs> don't I'm just saying the woods. I'm just saying like, yeah, well, you're not only they're not and they're not even in the woods alone. Like they're out there with a bunch of other people. I'm just saying eh, like, I know. OK. Also, so, they had like if the Bel- ratio of adults to kids. What is that different? Than yeah, what but they also had Annie. Than what's legal <laughs> Look, now. I know. I know. Velda. Liability. I know. Velda tried real hard to kill those girls. Like yeah, that is yeah, clear. Real she hard. tried yeah. real hard. But excluding her, like Annie was supposed to go with them and she could have loved them. I'm just saying like, That's I don't true. see if why. Annie had been there. If Annie had been there, well, yeah. Most <laughs> of us don't have sur- survival training. And I know this was like a one day, like a, just like a day thing. But it's if two days. It's it's two days. Okay, it's I'm sorry. Sorry. Yes. But if you're going to survive in the woods, like most of us wouldn't know how. Shall we talk about the jamboree? So they go to the jamboree. I think we should. They go to the jamboree. So we're on. We're in the jamboree. Um, and it's not a by dance. By the way, the jamboree sounds, sounds it's a right two day. I did not realize event. 
two day camp- camping yeah, exploration. Jamboree implies expedition. some kind of like festival or like maybe there's going to be carnival rides there, but no, it's just like a yeah. walk through the woods. I was thinking, I thought they went camping and I just didn't recall that they had referred to it as a jamboree. Yeah. Is that what all jamborees are? No. Okay. No. I was expecting it to be like a dance or like a festival I or think something. That like the idea of a jamboree is like a gathering of okay. people involved in. Because I activity. personally have never been invited to a jamboree. I don't think I have either. So I don't have a lot of experience with that. I feel like we I had mean, them at camp. Yeah, camp. I go we to would... camp. Oh. oh, well. Everybody's looking at me with pity. <laughs> Sorry. How sad. I did um, not go to camp. Well, I went to all I watched of camp. television during the summer like camp. a normal child. I went to just to, to circus camp at one point. Circus camp. Nice. Mm-hmm. I, used to N- I could never go to circus camp. Too many to, clowns. I went to a I nannied for a kid who went to circus clowns. camp, and it was really cool. I no, I learned how to like stuff. do uh, the cool. uh, trapeze and the sky cloud swing and and, and clown <laughs> clown clowning. Had, had now clown that and, that would be a jamboree. <laughs> so basically, the, they're set up for the jamboree. Everybody's got to take a walk and follow these flags, right? And then they counting out the troop Beverly Hills, but then they show up at the last minute. Felda kills a bird when she shoots the she does. pistol, she's t- she's, which is obviously she's, a real pistol around these children. Yes. <laughs> if she's taking down birds. <laughs> The red feathers are switching the flags and yes. get them lost. Annie's not allowed to go in with them because Velma fires her, which right. I didn't know you could get fired from a volunteer. It's a volunteer position, right? Yeah, right? I think so. I Can you get fired from a volunteer I mean, I, th- yeah, I think if you like could. have misconduct, you're allowed to say like oh. you cannot like come yeah. back. Yeah, but that doesn't seem like a, f- a fireable offense. I don't think Andy or Annie had any misconduct though. No, she just fires her because she doesn't want to give the troop any An kind advantage, of advantage. So right. she's yeah. Annie's communicating with them through the walkie-talkies. Right, they're gonna they get lost in the swamp because the they get misdirected by the flags, and but then they Shelley encounter this. Positive through this part, though. she does. She's she like, is. This she's is positive. fabulous. Yeah, like, isn't this fabulous? She's like until they see the snake. And then, well, they see a skunk first. No, they see the snake first. Really? And then they see the, the then the girls the see the skunk on the way back. The skunk propels them. Well, no, the snake gets them out of the swamp. As they're leaving the swamp, Shelley Long's giving them this pet talk, and then all the kids see the skunk, and they start running, and then she starts running, and the skunk propels them mm. through using fear to beat the red feathers on the first day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah. And yeah. then Velda picks up the skunk and like says something mean to it, like, I will get you for this or something. Yeah. And then and the then very she, next shot, you see like her wearing a skunk hat. She makes a fucking she, hat out of that and skunk. And stew. <laughs> Oh, you think? Oh my God, she's eating the shit. She's eating skunk. She ate skunk. That's my theory. I hated her. That that holds up. Was adorable. Disgusting. I was like, that bitch. It was so cute. Is not fucking around. She made that. She Uh skinned the skunk, dried it out, and made a fucking hat. Yeah, in one evening. One day. One evening. And ate it. Yeah, that's I'm convinced. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what happened to the um, stink land? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she probably put it in her pocket for later. <laughs> I'm gonna use this perfume tomorrow. <laughs> All right. So the next day, they have to cross this bridge, and mm-hmm. Velda is trying very hard to kill these children. She it's cuts so the bridge that to, across this ravine, which I'm not really sure why they're crossing this very dangerous ravine anyway. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Um, So they do what any normal person would do uh, when not able to cross a dangerous ravine by bridge. They decide to go by log. Yeah. 
by fallen tree. This log looks very yeah. big, by the way. And heels. They do it, yeah, in heels, and they're doing it standing, standing up. up. Just crawl. Oh, yeah. I'm Belly glad crawl. you noticed that because Nicole and I were like, "What are they doing?" Yeah, it's why not don't the most they? Efficient way to cross that. I would have been on all fours oh, yeah. or like you know straddling the log and then pushing along. Well, I guess I mean, this is Hannah's just... moment. She's, we start the film out with <laughs> Hannah on the the bat the the, the balance, balance beam, beam. correct? Yeah. So they set that capable up. of this. Right. So that's yeah. the, except the for the balance for beam isn't over a bunch of jagged fucking rocks, <laughs> and she didn't get her shoe caught in the hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which that was disturbing. That well, Shelley Long goes across first, gets stuck. Yeah. Hannah comes out there. Yeah, and then I just I don't understand how this is suitable terrain at all for this age group. <laughs> That um, they should be going across this. Um, so I think the bigger dilemma here is that our we weren't able to <laughs> suspend disbelief no. in in this moment. Well, what H- Hannah says as she gets on the log is, "This time I'm going to take care of you," which is like, well, haven't you been doing that a little bit all the times? A little bit. Yeah. Okay. I will say at the end of this scene, I think it's really cute. Because neither of them were able to get across the log on their own. But, like, by the end of it, she, like, grabs your hand yep. and is, like, being mo- motherly. And is, like, yep. how dare you come out here? And I was, yeah. like, oh, they, they can do it together when they're, like, in their normal zone. Mm-hmm. But, like, they can't do it alone. And, and I thought that was And they don't realize cute. right away that they have right. crossed. Wow. Yeah. You, get, you, you, get, you ready for this theory, guys? Let's, I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's hear it. The and log is divorce. Mm. Boom. 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 Mind blown. They cross this dangerous ravine together and they make it to the other side and they're stronger. I don't know if the writers were Boom. thinking that hard. <laughs> oh no, that log was divorce. They get across <laughs> and they're not really sure right away. And then they're like, oh, we did it together. And it's like, we made it through mm-hmm. this log of divorce together. Yeah. 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 It's oh, good that symbolism. log was divorce yeah. for sure. I uh, kind of thought that it Sarah's was also. This I think they weren't thinking that hard. <laughs> I think the screenplay was not that deep. Yeah. Um, Another thing that happens. Okay, you've got it. You're going. Well, Velda is watching them as right. they repair the bridge, yeah. and this really bothered me. And like, maybe I heard it wrong, but I think she calls them bimbesses. In yes. The scene. Yes, she does. Those bimbesses got across the bridge, and I was like, did she just call a bunch of like twelve year olds bimbos? Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. it really yeah. bothered me yeah. that like she would. Yeah. Do that? It yeah, really she did. She totally but did. Yeah. Immediate retribution well, because then she falls. Well, in a hole. she falls in a hole, and then the her. Well, like, we we kind of forgot to mention that she actually sent the other troop leader home so that yeah. she could take over the red feathers. Yeah. Which, if I was True. that troop leader, I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, peace out." Um, and mm-hmm. her daughter, of course, is in that group. Yeah. And Conflict of interest. And well, she and and Tori Spelling, thing. who we forgot to mention, is in this movie. Tori oh, yes. Spelling is one yeah. of the other red feathers. You didn't notice she that. The yeah. I red totally missed that. She was the she was the second, like the the like the camera was always on two of them. Okay, and she was she the was other the one, other not one. the one that was the daughter of Vel- okay. Velda, but not the other the one. mean blonde one, but the blonde one that didn't say anything. Correct, Got with it. a strong jaw. The strong blonde <laughs> one with a strong jaw. Um, so she, Vel- Velda falls into a hole. And her group leaves her because they're, she's going to slow them down. They leave her some food and water. Let you reap what you sow. And, and she water. screams as they leave, those bitches. Yeah. 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 Like calls, calls a bunch of children bitches. bitches. And then she's like, I hate children. And so the uh, other troop, Troop Beverly Hills, hears her and they come back and they, they make a decision 
And, After some and debating, the, the girls were ready to leave her. Yeah, they this, is when, yeah. this, this is like, when this is when gets her sassy. Like, I see what you've been doing, Velda, and I acknowledge it. But I'm going to say the bigger save person. You. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also think she kind of throws it in her face too, because like the girls discuss it, and they're like, "We're gonna leave her here. Like, let's not carry any dead weight. I want to win." Yeah. And she was like, "But remember your values, girls. Like friendship, honesty, yeah. like sisterhood. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna take care of Velda. She's our sister." Yeah. And they do. Yeah, they like, take their all right. They take their closet the, backpacks. Their, yeah, they their engineered made back, their, fun of. They take their STEM mm-hmm. backpacks and they mm-hmm. they engineer themselves a stretcher and they yeah. carry Velma out of there. Yeah, yeah, that irony. Yeah, yeah. So at the end here, let's see. I don't think there's too much well, more. Velda's still a dick about it. Yeah, even she when is they're carrying her out. Yeah, she's she just won't tell them. At them. She won't tell them how yeah. to get out of the. Yeah, she's being a real been real dick about it mm-hmm. um the red feathers cross the finish line first um the elder uh wilderness scout leader is like where's your where's your troop leader and they're like oh. she's about to award, award them the trophy but doesn't hand it over until like she knows that the, the troop leader is there and then right they the can't try not the whole team they do steal they it do. they like run off yeah. with yeah. it yeah and Troop Everly Hills comes through and crosses the line, and and they're declared the winners because they crossed with everyone, mm-hmm. um, but they don't get a trophy because those other yeah, yeah. They, 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 say, they say it's fine because all we wanted to do was prove we were real right. wilderness girls. And then yeah. she said, "Well, who ever told you that you weren't?" And then they're all like, "Velda." <laughs> well, Velda gets fired because yeah. she yeah. goes right. off on the um, troop. Yeah. president yeah. lady mm-hmm. whatever her title is i don't know she's but she's gonna make what is it vilda's she something. calls her like an old batteries yeah puritan no no pilgrims no no what is her last name Velda. i don't know it's like it's like yeah it went together pilgrims she was gonna split off and make her own type organization yeah but she gets fired for being a bitch yeah um and uh, runs off, and then the troop celebrates, and and guess who shows and, up? And, and comes uh, Craig mm-hmm. T. Craig this is when he's dressed all in white. Yeah, this 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 is when this is the, the outfit jamboree. he's wearing that he's dressed all in white, like the white is. knight. Like, uh, um, and he's real <laughs> gross. And, yeah, and he wants to he wants to kiss the troop leader. He does, which is just gross. Yeah, he's like acting like he's part of things. Well, suddenly. Also, she just came out of a two-day trip in the woods where she was like knee-deep in a swamp and like <laughs> attacked by a skunk. Like, I wouldn't want to kiss that woman. That that's sounds point. disgusting. I just wouldn't want to kiss but Craig T because he, he didn't white? earn it. And why is he joining in the song? Why is he there? <sighs> why is he like fe- enjoying the? He the, didn't have anything the, to do with it. Yeah. I know. Like, he's not on the he's not on the good guy's side. And none in of my it's opinion. really resolved, is it? Like no. No, he doesn't it's say like, anything about it. It's just like, oh, we're together. Because again. kisses fix everything. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean That's this is nineteen eighty nine and they still end a, mo- a, a, a well, movie like this. Look, I'm very happy for them that they win. And they get the poster yes. and all of that. Yes. Um I Even, just and they don't end up with badges or trophies or yeah they, they get have, nothing but, but you they know convert they're so fucking the words rich. of the song yes they do yeah. the song there is a song that we didn't mention that they sing about true beverly hills and mm-hmm. they it that's the the first one is about them not really being able to do anything other than shop but then yeah this version is more about them being self-sufficient yeah. and all mm-hmm. of that and that's great i just i really hate it 
in movies when divorced people get back together. Yeah. I really hate so you it. must hate the parent trap. I've never seen the parent trap. Oh, whoa. Don't my, watch it. my, 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 my mom was also a child like. of like, di- like divorced parents. And, uh, she said that the parent trap was like the, f- the fantasy that never would come true. Yeah. I mean, if your parents are getting divorced, like there's a good reason for that. Yeah. You know, people get divorced for good reasons. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's going to go through that on a whim, you know? No. And I, I feel know. like Craig like T. Six. <laughs> like, I feel like Craig Marian. T exhibits the characteristics of a person who should not be in a marriage in nope. this movie except for no. like all of a sudden at the end he's like I'm supportive and I'm here and it's like mm-hmm. what are you doing here like it this moment feel, isn't about like, you like yeah. it's the, about the troop and the and it's women it's disappointing that it all comes back to the relationship yeah. and like that's a thing that has to be what did cut he one. Do? I mean, he yeah. didn't. I'm glad Rosa's anything. there because I feel like yeah, Rosa was Rosa a part helps. of things. But like he's like the, the the quintessential man that's just like everything's about me, right? Mm-hmm. Like just sh- shows up. Well, I up feel like I guess like the idea is to take it another way. I feel like the idea is like she gets everything. She gets the the troop gets the trophy. She gets like the you know Velma gets fired. Like she gets her husband back. I just feel like she doesn't need the husband. That's nope. what I'm saying. Yeah. And yeah. then of course Velma ends up at the Kmart. Yeah. At the end. Yes. With a sale on cookies. Yeah. That's true. That's Which I thought her was own funny. personal it's a good little button. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Final thoughts. Final thoughts on True Beverly Hills. Um, I loved this movie. I yeah. thought that it was a movie about like accepting yourself for who you are and like being who you want to be. And like I liked that about it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I and it's an unsuspecting, like, hero and villain situation. Mm-hmm. It's all around. I really enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed it as a child. And rewatching it as an adult, I am very happy. Yeah, that I watched that as a kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. I enjoyed this a lot as a kid. I also enjoyed it as an adult. It's not my favorite type of mo- mo- movie, but it. It was entertaining, and that's really all you need sometimes. So yeah, totally. I thought it was great. Yeah, I love this film. I, I'm disappointed with a couple of the choices here yeah. and there yeah. throughout, yeah. but yeah. Um, I'd like to say we're past some of that, but I'm not really nah, sure that we I don't, are. We're not. So. I, I wish we could say that. Um, I don't think we're. Quite so there that yet. that those parts were disappointing, and um, but it wasn't. This is it's one, something why that we I need see. so many different voices in the filmmaking. Yeah, totally, definitely, definitely. And um, but you know, it's a fun, lighthearted comedy, and um, and I think in in the sense of this idea of coming of age and whatever age you are. Yeah. Um, oh, good is point. A, yeah. Is something yeah. that to, there's something to be said for that, and it's yeah. never too late to develop or change or figure yourself out or reinvent yeah. yourself. Yeah. Um, which that's always a good reminder to have. Yeah, um, that's true. That so, is a really yeah. nice thing about this movie. Yeah, that's yeah. a good observation. I like and it. Shelley Long yes. and her Cheeto dust hair are delightful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still going to get that hair too. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! I'm so scared! Welcome to our next segment, Nervous Breakdowns. Um, in this segment, we read bad casting breakdowns and today what I've got for you guys is an article. Um, it originated on the site women and Hollywood. Um, it was going around, I don't know. It may have, let's see the, 
Looks like it's from May 31st, so it's been around for a couple months, but I didn't see it until recently on Facebook. Um, the title of the article is Casting for Quentin Tarantino-Produced Film Calls for Whores. Um, that doesn't mean that he put it out himself. We're not necessarily insinuating that, but whatever, whatever casting company put it out, I'm going to let you read this, Laura. Let's awesome. give you the honor of reading that. I would love so to. here is um, here is the casting breakdown. You can see it right there in the center. Okay. Ah, okay. <laughs> casting whores for Quentin Tarantino project. Caucasian, non-union females, ages 18 to 35. Western film shoots June 21st through June 25th in Los Angeles. No highlights, natural eyebrows, natural breasts, natural hair. Color to be true to the period. Dress sizes 2 to 8. Please send photo, including sizes 2, and write whore in the subject line. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Wow. If you are in the database, you may comment with your name below, and I will use your database profile to submit to the director. Thanks! Exclamation mark. Please submit with the subject line, whore. So, it's my dream role, right? Mom? Yeah, guess what? And, I'm and submitting I th- I think whore. The, the Mom, I got, I got the part. I'm going to be a whore. Yeah. And and the, the the rest of the article talks about like, well, I mean, like perhaps like they were casting, you know, like prostitutes and stuff. But why didn't they use anything besides the word whore? Yeah, basically yeah. the article is like, hey, look, it's not like people don't cast sex workers in movies. But right. could you not have gone with brothel workers or prostitutes or something other than yeah. whore? Exactly. Yeah. Um, the this site contacted the casting agency, which then pulled it down, but not okay. before they got the but screen. But also, like those oh the, 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 the detail of the like, natural mm-hmm. eyebrows and blah 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 blah. And it's like, do men get that kind of scrutiny? Like, yeah. I don't know. I'd love to hear that I lost a role because my eyebrows were natural <laughs> <Yes>. enough, <laughs> natural breasts. I'm sorry, you're like really perfect for this role, but, but your, your eyebrows, eyebrows are just not. Well, I, I I used to have a roommate who had to draw on her eyebrows because her eyebrows got like like they were just she didn't have any more eyebrows so she had to draw draw them on so i guess that they're probably like specifying that yeah. but i don't know i just but if you're are they trying picture, to ease you into it though because it starts with it seems no okay at first natural eyebrows natural breasts it's like oh natural okay, hair nudity. color to be true to the period and so all of this is rattled off in the same sentence and the, and the caveat is to be true <laughs> to the period. Let's so, all let's all let's all mm-hmm. be real here. Yeah, God. I wish I was a worse person because I would see that casting breakdown and be like, "Well, I'm gonna send him my natural bush." Or <laughs> 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 just a picture of the full Keaton. Just the full send Keaton. It off. Subject line: Whore. Whore. As you can tell, everything about me is natural. Welcome to Plug It Up. Um, in this segment, we talk a little bit about the things that we are working on that we would like you to see or listen to. Laura, let's start with our guest. Laura, what would you like to plug? Oh, I'd love for people to come to visit as though I'm inviting them over to my house. Um, I'd, love <laughs> them. I'd love for people to check out uh, my Vimeo channel oh, um, and see some of the films that I've written and directed or um, had a couple cameos in um 
One that I'm really proud of is The Silent Treatment. It's mm-hmm. a actually a silent film, which is pretty ironic yeah. because I'm so chatty. But um, but yeah, it's a really neat film about, about relationships and um, how we make choices and the um, impact that our choices can have on the people that we mm-hmm. really care about. And I have another film up there that I uh, worked on and submitted to HBO's Project Greenlight awesome. called When One Door Opens. And um, and so and that's a really powerful film to me. It's short. It's just if you have two and a half minutes, you're golden. But um, that is awesome. That one that one was really troubling and actually has to do with um, guns and in yeah. in schools and yeah, the impact cool. that that can have and. It's- and it's pretty stuff. timely right now. Yeah, and yeah it's a very uh, but important I do, topic. You know, but I think it's important to you know just give a heads up to and, those folks who are, who wanted to check it out um, that that there is that content within that short film, and, right? Um, and to you know sort of bring a human story to it, I right, think is very important, right? Yeah. And uh, and then of course uh, visit the Critical Crop Top YouTube page. I've Critical been really been really Laura's uh, all over that channel I am I, Laura's I everywhere. have been really really she's fortunate. one of our our favorite people to bring into play yeah uh, she's awesome and she's very versatile you might even not realize you're watching her because she's in so many different things yeah and very true. different characters mm-hmm. the characters so have been versatile so fun to play I loved um the war on, uh, the war on Christmas and being the the 80s mom yeah. and that hair oh my word and <laughs> the, the glasses that was were, that was yeah, awesome it was great to have you um, on that before we go too far though Laura what is yes. your Vimeo channel yeah please tell us your Vimeo oh. channel Oh, is it under your name? It is. Okay. okay. It's under my name. So it's Laura Nothing Myers. Nothing too Laura fancy. Myers. It's there pretty straightforward. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. Um, Look for Laura Myers on Vimeo. She's got a couple mm-hmm. films up there. Yeah. Um, support women directors telling yeah. stories. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. It's so important. All right. So um, lastly, I'd like to plug 80s Dating Video Remix, which is our latest uh, comedy short that we've got on the Critical Crop Top page. Um, and... Sarah's in it, and Hillary's in it, and I'm in it, and Laura's in it, and we've got a lot of other really funny ladies in it, and we're all dressed like dudes, and it's pretty great. Dudes from the 80s. You don't want to miss it. All right, so that's all we've got for you in this episode of the Feminine Mistake Podcast. Um, Please uh, talk to us. Check us out on Facebook. You can follow Critical Crop Top. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Subscribe to us on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud. Um, send us an email, femininemistakepodcast at gmail.com. And thanks for joining us. Yay! <laughs>